Well, hey, I want to welcome you to the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast today, where our goal every week is to connect the dots between the beauty of our biblical Christian worldview, uh, the joy that it provides, uh, and how that applies to the challenges of real life. And of course, one of the things that we have been hearing about more and more, especially in light of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic and the lockdowns that have been taking place is just the uh, incredible uh, uh, side effects that it's having on mental health. You know, we're trying to deal with people's physical health, uh, but the lockdowns and so forth have co- have created a lot of problem in the mental health of people. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with seclusion and not being able to live our lives and, and uh, all the other things that come with that. But I have a special guest today that I want to introduce you all to. His name is Greg Tippett. Uh, he is a dear friend of mine and a dear uh, friend of so many here at at our home church, Living Stones, but he's dealing with something that certainly is not uh, specific to our context here. It's really an issue that uh, many, many people are dealing with today. Uh, as stresses increase, as pressures increase, you're finding that more and more people are dealing and battling with depression. And Greg, I uh, want to thank you for being on the, yeah, the podcast today to share your story, of which you sent me uh, a, a few months back, and I was cracking up with <laughs> with Greg earlier because his testimony was like a book. In fact, you are writing a book, yeah, uh, in which I'm really excited yeah. that that you are. You're an excellent writer, by the way. So Thank you. Some Thank some you. emails I read and they're, and they're long and they're just long, but yeah. yours was enjoyable. It was, uh, <laughs> it, but but uh, but it was a powerful testimony of of what the Lord had done in your life, uh, and a lot of it was unbeknownst to me as your pastor. Um, but before we even get into that, I, I just want you to give a little background on uh, who you are, what you do here at Living Stones, a little bit about your family and so forth. So Yeah, uh, I moved here in uh, 2013. It's wow. It's hard to believe. So eight and a half years. Um, and you yeah, married yeah. one of our finest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I uh, uh, married to Hannah. Uh, Hannah and I lead worship, and uh, for as long as I can remember, um, Ronnie was was here still, and and I jumped son. right in, yeah jumped right into the worship team and um, um, still and what, loving it yeah, yeah what a blessing you guys have been yeah uh, as you are are part of that wonderful uh, fraternity of worship leaders that we yeah. have here yeah. Um, yeah and you have four beautiful girls yes yes four uh, Charlotte Elliot Hadley and Maisie um, and uh, we're just seeing the fruit of of, of our lifestyle of worship just being passed down and, and you know they love to worship yeah. you know and, and it's, it's it's awesome it's amazing and I know. have them hanging on my leg every Sunday yeah. morning I, yeah. I get look forward to their uh, to their greeting their precious precious girls yeah. but but uh, and I knew you were dealing with a few issues but this this email that you sent me a while back was really a, a powerful testimony you know um, you shared that uh, you had been in a in a really deep dark place emotionally talk to us about that yeah, the um, the enemy is really good, and we, we were just talking about this. He's really good at telling you that you you don't you, you don't need to share. Like you, you need to you need yeah. to keep everything bottled up. And and for me, as as a worship leader, um, I don't think of myself highly or more highly than anyone else. But right. as someone who's on the stage, kind of the forefront of you know the the charge every Sunday, um, it, it I'm I'm seen, you know, and. Um, yeah, and I just want to add, you're not only seen, but you yeah. know, for anybody who's 
tasked with leading the congregation yeah. into the presence of the Lord, you're not only seen, but you're seen by hell as well. You know, yeah, yeah. I really believe that the enemy has a target, you know, on yeah. on your life as a worship leader. Because if he can yeah. take you out, he certainly paralyzes the rest of us. So, yeah. so there you are on Sunday morning up there leading yeah. worship, but underneath the surface, it's not good. Yeah, no, it it uh, it was um, there there was a lot of lot of just hold back, you know, a lot of, a lot of lies going through my mind of, of if you, if you come out and, and say this, or, you know, you're hurting or, you know, people aren't going to believe you, you know, um, right. they're going to look down on you. They're going to judge you. You're a worship leader, you know, isn't the, the joy of the Lord, your strength. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be feeling those, those feelings, you know, and, and you were raised uh, in the church. So you, yeah, you yeah. knew all the biblical language, you know, if yeah. you've heard the sermons preached and it's yeah. all true. I mean, the joy of the Lord yes. is our strength. Yeah. But there was a voice inside of you too that, uh, well, I guess even even to go back, there there are probably a lot of people watching that have dealt with some form of discouragement, depression, anxiety. Describe w what you're talking about there. Uh, I mean, what does that feel like, and what's what what is it? Uh, I mean, here you're you're married to a wonderful gal. You got four beautiful daughters, yeah. um, but but you're dealing with the pressures, I guess, of being a young a young husband, mm -hmm. young father. You got bills to pay. Yeah pressures in life yeah. and you're kind of waking up in the morning uh just with this heaviness i mean the how weight. do you do yeah yeah i mean that's no better way to describe it other mm -hmm. than a weight is is just just resting upon you you know and it, it just takes everything you can to you know to get out of bed some days you yeah. know just a lack of strength yeah tired emotionally tired yeah. overwhelmed yeah um uh, yeah, and and on on top of it too, with with the, the spiritual side, um, come to find out, like I had a rather severe vitamin D deficiency, which I guess isn't entirely Part uncommon. Yeah, you know, um, but um, that that also just felt the the physicalness of it, the weight of it as well. And then, I mean, you add on the spiritual and the the lies of the enemy, just telling you, you know, you're you know, you're this or this, yeah. and you can't speak out about it. You and, know, and, you know, the seclusion thing, I think, is, is really big, and I yeah. want you to talk about that a little bit because it's not, you know, the good the good news is, and I would encourage anybody who's watching, you know, you've got to stay connected and be yeah. connected in the body of Christ. So even while Greg's struggling, um, the enemy's trying to drive him into seclusion. And there's a passage in the Bible I've never forgotten. It talked about the, the demonic spirits that would, uh, would drive this man, this demonized man, into isolation and and uh and when you're in the you know in this particular situation he would hide out in the in the uh, graveyard yeah. which i think is a powerful picture of what the devil wants to do to us of course to the lie to kill steal and destroy but you had people that were recognizing because they were discerning right yeah hey greg you're not okay greg you seem heavy hey brother how you know sunday morning your, your brothers would come up to you hey man how you doing your own wife would obviously yeah. she knows you better than anybody she recognized but but there was that that tendency to want to push away or to yeah. isolate what, what talk a little bit about that what was going on well um it I, I think it just had to had to do with my own pride I mean just I'm I am fine you know I'm, I'm a I'm a grown man um I, I I'm okay you know I can do this on my own you yeah. know and that's that's what I, I just kept telling myself, you know, it's 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 you know I've got this right. So and, so so you'd have to turn in your uh, your man card somehow in your yeah, mind yeah. to admit that hey I'm not doing well I, I I'm overwhelmed I'm I'm 
weary. I'm, I'm yeah. depressed, you know. Yeah. That was almost an admission of failure on your yeah. part. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think we got to be honest. You know, we got to yeah. be honest with ourselves and realize, man, if you're, there, there are times in life when you get overwhelmed. You know, you and I were talking about some notable biblical example share some of that you know it's it's you know, that's what i love about the bible it's not this book of uh, perfect saints yeah. who, who never mess up it's full of real people who struggle yeah who are some of the people that have spoken to you scripturally well the biggest one would, would have to be elijah um i was reading you know he had this huge victory and obviously it was the lord he, you know um mount came, carmel yeah came against the the challenge the prophets of Baal, you yeah, know, and consume yeah. the whole altar and the water and the dirt and everything around it and had this huge victory. And then um, following that, yeah. wanders into the wilderness and basically collapses under a tree, you know, and, and prays to God that, you know, he would basically just die, you yeah. know. and then <laughs> Which we got to just pause there because I just appreciate the, the, the genuineness of the Bible. So massive yeah. victory, like... Like one that you would, you know, uh, like Braveheart moment kind of thing, you know, <laughs> epic victory. But then the alopecia that's in between there is he's confronted, yeah. you know, by a wicked demonic lady who challenges, yeah. you know, uh, who basically says, I'm going to kill you. Kill you yeah. And then runs from from her and, and the Lord basically says to him, what are you doing here? Of course, he's... He's run and run and run and run, so he's physically exhausted. You talked about the yeah. practical, physical side of like vitamin D and sleep and all these things. Like depression has yeah. a way of building. Yeah, it's like a it's like a snowball <clears throat> rolling down a hill. But nevertheless, here's this incredible man of God, great prophet used by the Lord, powerful in word and deed. And the next minute, he's saying, "Kill me, God." Yeah, and um, it, it takes the the angel of the Lord twice to get him up on his feet and to you know to nourish him, and it's. Like you know, think the first time you know the angel of the Lord would appear to you, you would. So yeah. he must have really been down, you know. Yeah, when so. you're so down that an angel can't pull you out Man. of your so. of your pit. But but even there, I want you to share a little bit because you you shared in your story with me that uh, there was a time when you went down in the basement and. I mean, you were at the end of your rope, literally, and you yeah. were were looking for a rope. To yeah. End, to end your life. Yeah that that was that was definitely my lowest lowest point and uh um like you 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 said it um well i mean i was i was literally down there searching you know and and that had that was never something that i would right want to do but i was just at like you said at the end of my rope that i i i didn't want to go on like like how elijah prayed lord just you know i i don't want to do this anymore basically and and that's just that's where it was, you yeah. know, and um, I would I would say that was my lowest point, but um, yeah. And so he, you know, I think for anybody that's watching, when you look at things in in uh, the perspective of heaven of yeah. God's plan, you know, you've had a call on your life from since you were uh, born. Yeah. In fact, there was a miraculous uh, circumstances surrounding your birth. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that and your dad's you know standing in the gap for you at that moment. Because uh, I want to highlight the fact that the enemies, you know, got an assignment out of our lives, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, obviously I was there, but my dad tells tells me the story that when I was born, I was, uh, you know, stillborn. I was blue, purple, yeah. cord wrapped around my neck. Um, and in that moment, he just dedicated me to the Lord and said, you know, um, God, you know, he's you got a plan for this child. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't believe that it would, it would be to be born into the, you know, into this world. And, 
and as a stillborn, but you know, he's yours, you know, and, uh, I, they, you know, however they intervened, you know, I know it was the Lord, but, uh, miraculously, you know, I came back to life and, you know, the color returned to me and here I am today. So, you know, I've heard it said, you know, God has a wonderful plan for your life, but the truth of the matter is Satan has a disastrous plan for your life and he's working to destroy and to kill and to steal. And, uh, so from, from your birth, there was an attack on you, yeah. and now you're in a situation where you should be incredibly excited. You got an amazing wife. You got an amazing church family who love you. You got four yeah. beautiful girls, and yet the devil's still going after the assignment on your life. And and I like that because in the situation you just shared with Elijah, we see God's divine interaction and intervention, but with the angelic visitation, yeah. right? Yeah. To pull him out and uh, and to encourage him and strengthen him and to pull him out of this deep pit that he's in. And you and Hannah had a similar experience, but I, I want to share that. Like your wife's reaching out to you. She's going after your heart. And now this thing is spilling over. It's not just a Greg issue. Now you're realizing, wow, this is impacting my marriage. This yeah. is impacting my <clears throat> legacy, my girls. Talk about your marriage and some of the strains that were going on there, and then we can lead into the uh, the breakthrough moment. Um, wow, uh, yeah. For for those those years, those those heavy years, I was I was in the you know deepest part of of you know dealing with everything. Um, our our marriage, maybe on the outside, may have looked like we had it together, but it was it was it was crumbling. You know what I mean? We were she was doing everything she could to hold on, and and to the point where. Um, you know, she, she would just, uh, default to not ask to do things because I would either answer no or come up with an excuse. I'm tired. I need to do this. And, and, uh, it, it actually took a a lot, like even after my healing, um, it, it took some time after that for her to like get out of that, you know, she had PTSD from it, you know, and I was like, you know, I I had to show her, it wasn't just something that I, I told her that babe, the, the, the Lord healed me, you know, and I, she could tell a difference in my countenance. And I know we'll get to that, but, um, but you made the comment. I think it's a good description yeah. autopilot. So you're, yeah. you're just going through the motions. Yeah. You're like a zombie. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. Is, and the, and the, you're taking some medication yeah. for the depression, but as you mentioned, it doesn't deal with the root cause. It just, yeah. it just numbs kind of the pain. Yeah. So you're, you're just literally shut down, which means she gets shut down, which means everything, your whole social life gets shut down. Yeah. Your friends get shut down. I mean, that it goes out like a ripple effects and impacting everybody around you. Yeah. And uh, not a good place. No, no. But not, praise God for a wife who never quits. Uh, she, yeah. And, uh, and who keeps pursuing the Lord and keeps pursuing you. And, uh, and she invites you or encourages you to come out to one of our, uh, our, our New Year's uh, uh, events that we do here, yeah. which we call Week One, yeah. and uh, talk about what happened because I just love the the sovereign power of God. You know, we were, we were just talking about this, and uh, yeah, I did not want to come. I, I was I was uh, very content just laying on the couch and just you know, <laughs> and just I'm not laughing at you laying on the couch, but <laughs> let me give the background. You know, Week One is basically our yeah. declaration for those who might not know. God spoke to me about declaring our dependence, our utter dependence and weakness and how much we need the Lord and beginning our year, not with powerful New Year's resolutions, but almost 
with a declaration of help, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, Lord, if you don't go ahead of us and you don't help us, we're lost. And so it was fitting that uh, that's how the new year started. And and uh, and here you are, you know, the poster child at this point, right, of yeah. help and weakness, and yet pride keeping you kind of stuck where you're at. Yeah. And so she says, let's go, <clears throat> trying to pull you off the couch to come on out. And you weren't all that excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and... Uh... I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'll bet you are. Do um, you want me to get into? Yeah, what, what ha- you know, what Because here again, you're yeah. you're in a deep dark pit. Yeah. And what does God do to to get you so, out? So in in what was what was truly amazing is that night um, there wasn't an, an altar call to come forward. Like it wasn't a specific, um, you know, prayer like normal prayer time. Right. It was we're gonna invite you to at your own um, seat you know, kneel down, pray, you know, however you need, but, but seek the Lord basically. And, and I was, I was just overcome and, and I remember just repenting and, and truly letting go. You know, I talked about how I was, I was prideful and I don't, I don't see myself as prideful and and arrogant, but I was, you know, I was, I can do this on my own and and I I couldn't. And in that moment, it was like a weight was physically lifted off of me. And I don't know how else to, to describe it, but other than a weighted vest just yeah. being pulled up on my shoulders. that's a great description. How many people, you know, even maybe you're watching, you feel like you're going through <clears> life, <throat> but you're you're just carrying this load. And uh, and yeah. sometimes it's even, you know, anxiety and depression can constrict your yeah. breathing, your chest. You know, you feel just literally like it, like yeah. you're in a straitjacket, and that's how you were. What happened though? You said overcome. So here you are, we're, you know, we're, we've worshiped, right? Uh, you're kneeling now in a posture of humility. Uh, what's going on? What, what do you mean overcome? Describe what's happening with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> well, in in that moment, as as that weight was lifted off of me, from from my toes up to the top of my head, I felt a warm, almost like an oil, but it wasn't it wasn't falling over me. It was coming up over me, and like like a wave, you know. And uh, I just remember immediately. Um, being able to breathe easier, like there yeah. was a physicalness that right. that I could just take it, take a breath, yeah. you know. And and the Holy Spirit hit me, and and me and Hannah just knelt down before the Lord at our seats, and we were just weeping. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, that that that's how I would, I would describe it. And she, starting on that day, she's told me ever since then, like you you have emotions again, you know. And I never really looked at that side either, but I, I couldn't have told you the last time I cried, you yeah, know? Yeah. And just, or, just by observation yeah. here, as your senior pastor, uh, two observations, you know, when, when, uh, when you are, are in bondage, yeah, nobody on the outside knows, but you're up there leading worship on Sunday and you're singing all those songs and you had a great voice, by the way, <laughs> but you can, you can go through the motions, hit all the right notes, but yeah. there's not a sense of anointing or freedom or liberty because that's, the way the devil had constricted you and put you in that straitjacket. Then I'm looking at you a few, only a few months ago, probably, <laughs> and I'm watching you on the drums because because you, you're multi-talented. <laughs> you not only can lead in the singing, but you play instruments. So you're on the drums. But if you guys could have seen Greg, his eyes were shut, but he had a smile on his face and he was just lost in worship, playing. And uh, and again, I thought, what a picture. You know, yeah. at the one point, you could be standing there next to your beautiful wife singing words, but there's no anointing of freedom coming off your spirit. And then, you know, months later, God rocks you, and and now it's completely different. I mean, now there's like that river coming out of you. Yeah. 
river of living water. There's yeah. ju- there's genuine joy coming out of your heart and your spirit, yeah. uh, and and it's just radical transformation. But that was kind of I, I guess I look at it for someone that might be watching, going, man, I'm I'm depressed, and what do I do? I think we've hit on a couple good points here. Number one is. Um, the root cause of this, even though you're a humble guy, you're not the you're not the pride guy that uh, that's out there like in your face, outspoken. Yeah. I'm the man. You're very much a uh, uh, a more reserved, quiet, thoughtful. To look at you, you wouldn't go, oh, oh Greg's an arrogant, you know, arrogant guy or whatever. But but this is important. At the root of a lot of our mental and emotional pain um, is this stronghold that says. I'm gonna hand. I have enough to handle it, and that's. And we don't like to hear that word, but that that's the essence of pride. It's, I don't need the Lord. I don't need church. I don't need Jesus. I don't need that Bible stuff. Um, I I'm big enough to handle this on my own, and uh, and I think you hit on it, man. When you guys knelt to the ground, and you said, "Lord, I need you," God showed up in a powerful way yeah. and transformed you. Yeah. Uh, and so anybody that's watching, I want to encourage you, man, you, you get connected to the Lord, cry out to the Lord. Um, and then I also appreciate, you know, in, in the midst of all of your pain, you kept showing up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you even kept, you know, when your spot came up on the worship team, you know, it was your Sunday, you showed up, you yeah. did your best to, to do what you need to, what you could do. Yeah. Um, and, um. And I think there's something powerful about showing up. Sometimes you're not, you haven't got to your breakthrough yet. But guess what? Keep pursuing the Lord. Stay in connection. You know, you kept in connection with guys in your life group and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Even though it was probably hard sometimes even to show up to that. Yeah. But there were people that loved you and kept reaching out to you. And I think that that's such an important principle as well. Yeah. Um, not to cut you off though. You're. So, so where are you at now? What, what's going on? And um, give us an update. Um, update is, um, I mean, I, I've I've never been more alive. Like, <laughs> really, in in I I uh, just stand in worship and in and uh, just on the floor, you know, not even on stage, you know, because it's it's not about me being on stage worshiping. But in in this past Sunday, I was just weeping you know yeah. and uh, this was a great Sunday because yeah it was. this was our celebration Sunday and and we gave our first fruits offering and I want to get to that in a moment too but yeah but um uh there your parents had come up yeah. and and so there you are in worship and talk about that that your dad's next to you you're again having a powerful <clears throat> encounter with the Lord yeah share about what that would happen Sunday um so we were we were singing victory is yours and it's yeah. it's one of Hannah and I's favorite like all-time favorite songs because it just means so much. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but the the one line, you know what what uh, I'm I'm losing the words. What, what hell hell meant to break me has failed. I love that nothing line. Can stop my my praise. <laughs> and and I remember I was just I was just worshiping. You know, I was I was, I was weeping too. And then and immediately as that line was was you know ending, I felt my dad's uh, big bear claw. Yeah, you know, yeah. on my shoulder, and and he too was just standing there worshiping, and and it was just. It was so powerful, you know. And <laughs> so here you have the the, the generational legacy, yeah. and and again, just to point out, you know, Satan has tried through this whole thing of depression and suicide. This has been a generational attack on your family, yeah. 
you've lost a couple of family members yeah. to, to suicide. Yeah. And again, some of you might be watching. I just want to say this. If you recognize that you have a pattern of death or depression, suicide that runs through your family, that is a generational curse that needs to be broken off of your life. It is a familiar spirit that runs through family generations. And Satan's goal is always to... to to, to break the generational transference of blessing that God wants to give from father to son to the next generation to the next generation. That's what God was trying to do, or the enemy was trying to do in attacking you. Here you got a beautiful wife, four daughters. Um, and, uh, and so I just want to encourage you. Again, Satan has a plan for multiple generational destruction and death. God has a plan for multiple generational blessing. And so here... Greg's father is reaching over, putting his hand on his son's shoulder. They're both worshiping as free men. And that is that is the inheritance. You know, hell's trying to break you. Hell's trying to destroy you. But I love this. Nothing's going to silence your praise. Yeah. And, and there's just a genuine freedom coming off your life. Tears flowing. Yeah. The numbness <laughs> is gone. You're yeah. not a zombie any, yeah. anymore. Yeah. You're feeling. Amen. Yes. I mean, you're, you're really coming into to the life that God had for you all along yeah the numbness is going away yeah and uh and you're feeling again but i i want to highlight this you know because i don't know if you you probably do remember i i marion and i met with you and hannah uh for lunch one day and yeah. and i was just trying to say hey what's going on because because you're trying to do your best to grit your teeth bear it go through it. but but i can just tell you guys are there's a, I can see the numbness yeah, there. I'm sure. Yeah. The lack of responsiveness. I'm like, come on, you guys, what's going on? What's happening? Um, and um, But I challenge you as a leader mm -hmm. in your giving. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just saying by this watching, I really believe that the way we handle our money is a discipleship issue. It's not something that's separated from our spirituality. It is part of who we are. We have to be good stewards. We have to honor the Lord. And I really think the root cause of people struggling in that area is fear. It's yep. fear of uh, how is how are we going to meet our you know our bills? How am I going to how am I going to provide for my wife and my daughters? And you were dealing with some of that because I was challenging you financially uh, to be a good steward and as a leader. And I see you as a leader to to get your house in order, so to speak, so that God could bless you. Now you would share that was a fear, that was a stronghold, and and yet as soon as God sets you free, I love it. Let's talk about what happened that Sunday regarding the brick kiln people and how God spoke to you and then also spoke to Hannah because that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so uh, I had, the Holy Spirit had put a number in, in, in my, my mind and I sat there and, you know, pondered. I entered it in my, my online giving app, you know, and, and prayed about it, you know, and it's like, you know, you have to ask yourself a dozen times, Lord, is that you? You know, because this is, <laughs> this is a, you know, it's a big number, you yeah. know, and, and, uh, so I, I ended up asking Hannah, uh, I was like, hey, you know, the Lord put a number in, in my heart and it was almost like her cutting me off. Like he, he spoke to me too, you know, and then I, I, I shared the number with her <clears throat> and she basically confirmed that's the exact number that, that, you know, was put into me. I was just waiting for you to, <laughs> yeah. to bring and, it up. You and know? do you care if I share the number? Yeah, yeah go Okay, ahead. So, so the number I believe was $500. Which which five hundred dollars and I, and I've been there before, five hundred dollars when you're raising a big family yeah. is like five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And when the Holy Spirit drops that number in your heart, you're like, uh, come again, Holy Spirit. Are you? Am I hearing you? And but then Hannah had the same number. Yeah. So you guys write this 
check or make the online, however you did it. Yeah. But there goes 500 bucks out of your account. Yeah. And, and yeah. what a great thing. I mean, God's moving your heart to touch <clears throat> some Pakistani folks that are yeah. living in basically slavery, right? And we're going to help liberate them for a minuscule amount of yeah. money. Um, but you guys... The, what was that? The very next week, you get hit with this major bill over a thousand dollar bill. Yeah, fourteen, one thousand four hundred thirty seven dollars. I remember it. One thousand four hundred thirty seven dollars, <laughs> which again, you just sent five hundred out the door. So yeah. uh, you know, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 it was from one of your sermons, and you basically had, had, you know, asked the Lord, you know, this is your bill. How are you going to provide? You know, yeah. and that's that's basically what I did. I knelt down so you took at the my bill. desk, literally took it, knelt down at my desk and said, Lord, I don't know how, you know, I barely had the 500 and I gave it, I gave it, um, I, I gave it with a happy heart. I really yeah, did. Yeah, we yeah, both yeah. did. But, uh, you know, oh, now this bill here. here. How are you going to handle this? How are you going to handle this one? And uh, essentially, we got an update on it just like a day later because I was going to call them and make arrangements for. And I love it. So plans. you're going to say, "All right, I, I got to set up a payment plan because yeah. we don't have the money." Yeah. And uh, and that takes swallowing your pride too. And then you're like, "Oh, yeah. here we just give Lord. This is a fine way of showing us that <laughs> yeah. thanks." You know, yeah. and we get this surprise bill. So what happened? It there was the exact to the penny amount placed on that account. And it was the zero balance. I got an update that the, it had been paid. Uh, paid. Yeah. But you have no idea no. how that was paid. No. Hannah didn't have, pay it. You no. didn't pay it. But no. it was gone. It was gone. <laughs> and I, I called them to make sure because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you guys you know, have a bad accountant yeah. over there yeah. or something. So, oh my goodness. What, I know it was just the Lord's hand on it. You know, whether it was a a, a miss side on their part or you know, I know that the Lord just completely took care of it in in our obedience and giving was just you know but i love but, these stories because here's you know when we teach this and i think you know one of john eldridge's books fathered by god i think uh he highlights this principle and it's so true yeah. that the challenges in our lives are really opportunities for god to be a dad yeah and to show us hey greg i love you for you. You don't have to figure this out by yourself. You don't have to go through life alone. You don't have to be the man, uh, you know. Uh, you don't have to worry about all these financial pressures. Why don't you let me teach you how, how to be a son and let me be a father to you? And when you, I mean, these stories that you're telling, no one's going to ever be able to steal this from you. Right. I mean, right. this is the Lord's in a very intimate and personal way. Right. Caring for you. Right. And, uh, and right. setting you free. So what would you, um, you know, there, I know there are people that are watching this today because I know how prevalent, you know, depression and discouragement can be uh, in our lives. Um, I guess what practical advice would you give to someone? And then, I, and then I'm wanting you to, to pray for, for folks at the end who are maybe in your situation. But what, give us your last volley. I mean, what, what would you tell someone who even today they might have stumbled on this podcast and they're like, I am so depressed uh, and so discouraged with my life. Um, give give them some hope. Yeah, um, I I would definitely encourage you to get connected. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, it was comfortable uh, secluding myself, and um, I I would just strongly encourage you that the body of Christ, you know, your brothers and sisters, uh, are for you and. Um, 
being connected with those, like my, my life group and, and uh, just friends and, and, and here at the church was, was the, the main thing keeping me, yeah, you know, connected. had I not had that, I, I don't yeah. know, you know, and that, that I think is the biggest thing is just don't listen to the lie of secluding yourself. Don't, don't, don't listen to the lie of, you know, I don't need to go to that service because God's, you know, God has something for you, you know, just yeah. like I encountered. Yeah. Um, Yep. I sure. love, I just got to share this too. I, I love uh, the prophetic words, you know. Obviously, we believe God <laughs> God wants to speak to you. Yeah. And I won't share all of these, but one of them was um, uh, somebody share with you, you're like a light bulb being twisted into a live socket. Yeah. Um, for so long, you've been turned off. Uh, and I thought, what a picture again. You're, you look up there, yeah, there's Greg the light bulb, but it's not very bright. In fact, I don't know if there's any light <laughs> yeah. because you needed to get screwed a little tighter to the Lord, to the source. But once you made that connection, boom, you know. And these prophetic yeah. words are like uh, lifelines yeah. because they they envision us, right? And yeah. that was that was you to a T. <clears throat> the other one I liked here was uh, seeing you as a checkerboard with many pieces on it. Uh, and the the goal in checkers is to get kings, right? Because kings can move everywhere, and they and they they can accomplish great things. But here was the word for you: uh, there are big moves, moves you've been waiting for, and you're going to be kinged and begin to have more authority than you've ever had. Opportunities are going to emerge, uh, so watch out for them. Watch out for his move and be ready because his move is coming. Um, wow, what an encouraging! Picture and literally, that's what happened. You yeah. know, God's taking yeah. you to a, a whole other level. You have a fresh authority on your life. Yeah. You're moving into your calling. Mm. He's king to you, uh, and now it, it's time to move and uh, and to be about your Father's Amen. business. Amen. So praise the Lord, you know. Yeah. And, and I want to encourage everybody who's who's watching. Um, Get connected to a good church. You might not be local to Crown Point. Now, there's lots of great churches, by the way, in Crown Point. We'd love to invite you to Living Stones. Um, but if you're watching, uh, you know, at a distance, get connected online. Uh, yeah. I'd encourage you to tune in and, and watch us on Sunday morning or, or whatever it's convenient for you. But get connected locally as well. Uh, there's great churches all over America with great people who can be a tremendous source of blessing to you. Most of all, keep pursuing the Lord in humility and recognize your dependence on him. I want to end by just reading a passage of scripture that I'm going to have Greg pray for anybody who's watching this morning, and we just want to break that spirit of heaviness off of you. But David wrote this in Psalm 30, and I think it ties into the song that you and I both love, what hell meant to break yeah. me has failed. David said, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refused to let my enemies, of which depression and discouragement, uh, he said, you refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. And I love this, because if this isn't a picture of, of depression, I don't know what is. You brought me up from the grave, oh, Lord, and you kept me from falling into the pit of death. And now he says, your favor, Lord, makes me as secure as a mountain. That's pretty secure. Mountains, mm -hmm. mountains are not shaken. Right. Um, mountains are pretty strong. So we're going to pray right now. And if you're if you're watching, I just want you to pause and bow your head as an act of humility again. And let's let's go after the Lord together. I believe God can touch you right where you're at. You know, Greg talked about literally feeling like a vest, uh, a weighted vest, was lifted off of him. 
That's what God wants to do right where you're at. He's not limited by time and space. Um, the Holy Spirit, even as we pray, if you'll cry out to the Lord, God can touch you and wants to touch you because he loves you. And we'd love to hear about it. So even as you're watching this podcast, uh, we would love for you to interact. Send us a message. Tell us what spoke to you. Um, and I believe as God is touching you and going to touch you, there will be testimonies that come forth from this. So we would love to hear from, from you uh, as well. So, Greg, go ahead and pray for us. And Absolutely. let's join our hearts together. We just unite our faith with you right now with, with where you're where you are at and begin praying for breakthrough in your life right now. Heavenly Father, God, we just come before you today. <clears throat> and I thank you so much <clears throat> for healing my life, for setting me free, God, for uh, meeting me, Lord Jesus. And, and I know that there are people here that may be listening in today, Father God, that may be dealing with the same things in their life, the financial struggles, the, the health problems, uh, what the 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 the, uh, <clears throat> the the ongoings of our nation and, and, yeah. and so on and so on that we we are so bombarded with in, in the news, God may just be weighing them down. Whatever the the case, you are bigger and and Amen. you are greater, Father Amen. God. We thank you so much uh, today, Lord, that that we have a hope in you, Lord, that that you see us, Lord, and and you hear our cries, Father God. And I just pray right now that those those chains of bondage, those those yes. uh, strongholds, Lord of depression, whether they uh, go back through family generations, God, but they they end, they 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 meet you and end, Father God, in in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, we just thank you for for the testimonies that are going to come forward of of being set free, Father God, um, because you are still a miracle worker. You are more yes. than able. Uh, you're more than just songs we sing and sermons we hear on Sunday, God. You are still a living God. You're alive and well, Father God. It's 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 uh, Amen. It's uh, in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 You know, I believe right now, again, God, the Lord is touching you no matter when you watch this podcast. He yeah. loves you so much. Amen. We love and care about you. If we can help in any way, you know, our number here at the church is always so easy to remember. It's 219-663, and the last four digits are PRAY. So 663-PRAY. You can call us anytime, and there are people who want to help you. We can get you connected to, to people that care about you and will be a lifeline to you while you're uh, battling through some of the the issues in your life. But listen, what hell meant to break you has failed. Jesus defeated every enemy of yours on the cross, and uh, and he is for you and not against you. So be encouraged today. I encourage you to fill your heart and your life and your home with praise and worship and begin to thank God for what he's doing in your life. Uh, and as, as Greg shared, stay connected with people who love you and care about you, all right? Again, you have a great week. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Greg, thank you for joining me Thanks today. I think me. this is such a powerful message that many, many people are gonna get blessed by. So thank you for tuning in. If you know somebody who's struggling, I encourage you, forward this podcast to them. Let them hear about it. Tell them about it and help us get the word out about the good news of Jesus. All right, have a great week. We love you. Most importantly, God loves you. So have a great week. Bye-bye.